Hey everyone, welcome to West New York Brews, Buffalo's beer and brewing podcast. My name is Scott, I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York, and on this episode, I'm joined by Brian, and we are going out to Beer Kind Brewing out in Tonawanda to talk to Alex and Jen Buckley. That's in a moment. All right, welcome back. Before we get started on this podcast, I want to get the housekeeping out of the way and let you know that we are a member of the Hopped Up Network. It is a podcast network of independent regional beer podcasts. You can find more at hoppedupnetwork.com. I also remind you of a few ways you can support the podcast for free. If you find this podcast useful or entertaining, or hopefully both, please leave us a review on whatever podcast network you're using. And if you're so inclined, the next time you shop on Amazon, go to buffalobeerleague.com forward slash Amazon, and every purchase you make will give us a small commission without costing you anything extra. Uh, We do have some reviews to read this week. I'm going to read one review uh, that was recently left, and make sure that when you leave us a review that you tag us on Twitter or X or on Facebook or just send us an email, Scott at WNYBrews.com or Brian at BuffaloBeerLeague.com so that we can get out the free t-shirt to you. And I'm going to read this one, which comes from August 6th of 2023 from, ooh, Braca-ho-no, bro ho dog bro I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> for, ooh, there's a misspelling too. It says awesome beat content. Um, just started listening to this podcast and I can't get enough. Also, just recently got into craft beers. So both this podcast and my new love for craft beers go hand in hand. Keep up the great work, guys, and looking forward to more content. Awesome. Uh, it says um, via Apple Podcasts. So thank you for that. If that's you, send us an email so that we can get you your shirt. If you want a sticker... Uh, and the stickers have been sent out to people so far. Hopefully you've, you've gotten them. If you want a sticker, you let us know what the best beer you're drinking this week is and check out our new podcast, which is called the best beer I drank this week. You can call us at 716-486-BEER and leave us a message and we'll play it on the podcast. So we've got a couple other reviews too. So if, if you left a review and you didn't hear yours just now, check out the other recent podcasts because I'm going to be reading those as we go through. All right, so this podcast, we went out to Beer Kind Brewing out in Tonawanda to talk to Alex and Jen Buckley about their new brewery that they hope to be opening soon. They just had an Indiegogo campaign that is still active, but has reached their goal, and that you can find it, um, okay, like at Indiegogo.com forward slash projects forward slash beer dash kind dash brewing. Or you can just go to buffalobeerleague.com forward slash beer kind, and it'll take you directly to their Indiegogo campaign, which again, is still open, has reached their um, their uh, goal of $1,500, or I'm sorry, $15,000. And you can still get things though. There's still stickers, koozies, pint glasses, t-shirts, soft opening tickets. You can be a brewmaster for a day. You can get a name on a chair or a table or a lifetime poor club membership plus everything else so everything every um level that you get to every reward 
also includes everything beneath it as well. And we talked to them about their uh, goals with Beer Kind Brewing. And they were nice enough to show us the building and then invite us back to their house in the town of Tonawanda. And this is that interview here. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you at the end. We're sitting in Tonawanda. That's how you say Tonawanda, <laughs> right? We're sitting in Tonawanda, the town of Tonawanda, here uh, talking about Beer Kind Brewing, which. Okay, give me a timeline. When are we expecting Beer Kind to hit we, the scene? We are looking to open uh, early 2024, so hopefully January. All right, so that voice you just heard, that was Alex Buckley. We're sitting in his lovely home uh, across the table drinking some of his beers. Um, so tell us, back it up. How long has this been an idea? For me? Uh, uh Nine years. Mm. Wow. <laughs> very, very long time. All right. Since, uh, pretty much since I started homebrewing. Right. You started yeah. homebrewing and just like, this is, this is what yeah. I'm doing now. This you're is it. so into it. I was like, yeah, I kind of love this. I kind of want to do this for a living. Now, what do you do for a living? If you don't mind, uh, boring stuff at a bank. Okay. <laughs> you also have other, you have other side hustles too, of course. Uh, yeah. A couple of things. Uh, right. Cause yeah. we've talked to you before. Not just on this podcast, and I forgot to look up the episode number. Do you have 26? Any, is it 26? <laughs> Thank you so much for having that. West New York Brews episode 26. We talked to your brain on hops. Did you go back and listen to it? Uh, a little bit of it. Okay. Was it super embarrassing? I can't listen to my own voice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, really? That's funny because I'm the same way. And a uh, quick sidebar here. Man, you would never know it. Yeah, quick sidebar here. So. I was at a family function or a, a, my wife's uh, friend's function, and somebody told me I had a nice voice. And they're like, you, you, should, be, nice you should be on the radio or record a podcast. And I said, well, after I got done telling them, well, we actually do have a beer podcast. I'm like, I hate the sound of my recorded voice. And they're like, and she was appalled when I said that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. I do go back and listen to our podcast just to try to get better because I feel like I stumble over myself every time I talk. Unless I'm drinking, which is weird. Ah. Switch. Oh. All right. I don't know if it's your or if it's the microphone. Am I check too two, loud? Check, check. Well, yes, always. But well. <laughs> check two, check, check one, two. All right. Um. So yeah, episode twenty-six. But I was also I was mentioning traveling growler too because let's throw in a, a a plug for traveling growler, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a koozie company that I started uh, well, with the family, and we uh, make koozies for growlers, um, all made out of neoprene scuba material, so it actually insulates the growler, keeps it cold on your table for about an hour and a half, um, along with uh, other uh, koozies that fit onto pint glasses, solo cups, and all different types of glassware. So the breweries, that's just, that's a front, <laughs> right, <laughs> for, for the traveling growler? For the koozie money. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, Jen, how... How long have you thought that this was a good idea? So. <laughs> Wait, do you think this is a good idea? Look, yes, I, I made an assumption. I made an assumption. I think if I didn't think it was a good idea, we probably wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> True. That makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah, makes Healthy purpose. marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, when I met Alex, um, I also really like beer. And so tasting his beers, I was like, okay, he really does know what he's doing. And I just saw how passionate he was about it. And that made me feel confident that we could actually like move forward and do this together and also be successful. Awesome. So, okay. The name then. So if we're going back nine years, 
what I wasn't know. in the picture nine years ago. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But at the beginning of this, like, let's actually do this. How, how soon into that did the name come? Uh, it was kind of early, wasn't it? Into Well, not well, nine we years were, ago. Yeah. yeah. When we started really diving into this, like, we were like, okay, we're going to form an LLC. Let's start, like, looking how we're going to fund this. Let's think about, like, location. Where do we want to be? That was probably early 2022. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fairly recent. Yeah. That's like when we really started pushing forward. Like we formed the LLCs, like I said, figured out how we were going to like fund it. Um, We also worked a lot with um, Buff State, like their small business um, group. And they helped us a lot with um, our business plan, um, putting together our cash flow and all of that. And so I guess before we actually dove into that, that's when we started playing around with names. Um, You had some in mind from years past and we were just kind of going back and forth and I like to be really creative. So I love coming up with names and just anything that I can be creative with. So I don't know. Every night I was just sending him like lists of different <laughs> name ideas. And then I landed on beer kind because it obviously it's a playoff of be kind. Okay. And so I thought like, Oh, that's a cool, cool message too to put out there. Um, I, I've learned a lot about the beer industry because I don't, I, I don't homebrew. I've watched Alex do it, and I'm trying to learn when I can. But um, we went to the New York State Brewers Conference. Yeah, Brewers Conference. And that's when I really also realized, like, how collaborative the industry was mm-hmm. and just how friendly everyone is and, like, everyone's willing to help each other and bounce ideas off of them. So I thought that was another reason why Beer Kind would be a great name for the brewery. And it just, you know... It's kind of people we think we are. We think we're kind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Try to be. (laughs) Yeah, we want to be kind. There should be more kindness in the world. Um, So that's kind of where we landed. And we like our little slogan tagline, beer kind to your mouth. So we thought there was a lot of marketing, too, we could do with the name. So I have two follow-up questions to this. Real quick. Do you remember off the top of your head any of those ideas for beer or for brewery names you didn't go with? Now you don't have to mention any if you don't want to, but if any come to the top of your mind, I'd love to know. The uh, for the one that really comes to the top of my mind is uh, preservation. But the reason it got shut down is there's a preservation is it Ale House I think. In the city? Yeah, so yeah. Immediately, okay. I was like, damn, that one's not going to go. <laughs> and then uh, Jen, uh, I always hear from brewers. Uh, a lot of our friends are in the industry, obviously, and I always hear from brewers that one of the hardest things to do is name beers. Obviously, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a problem for you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, so many of our friends, whenever they come out with beers and they name them, which I'm sure you, you've experienced too, mm-hmm. they, oh, they hate naming beers and they always yeah. just have somebody else do it. I could see after a while it be becoming hard to keep coming up with stuff, but I accept that challenge. Nice. <laughs> there are some names for beers that like they hit me and I'm like, oh, that would be a cool IPA or a yeah. cool sour or whatever. And so then like I make a list and I'm just like, eh, at some point, maybe I'll name a beer that we'll see. Or a lot of times he'll send me like the description of what the beer is. And then we kind of bounce ideas off of each other of what the name could be. Nice. I love that. Very collaborative. Yeah. So we stopped by the location today on... What street was it on? Kenmore Ave. On Kenmore Ave. Thank you. You would think I would remember something like that. We are not from the North Town, Scott. No, we are not not North Towners. And it's not the Kenmore Ave everyone thinks that it is. Okay. This was right by uh, Manor Lanes. 
Yep. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Right around yeah, the corner. Because when, when Google brought me there, I'm like, oh, it's Manor Lanes right there. So <laughs> that's where we're thinking, people. If you're thinking Manor Lanes, that's where we are. Yes. Right um, off the 190. Yeah. Right off of the 190. Exit right. 15. And when the construction's done, from either direction, it seems pretty easy to get to. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. we had to circle around because of the construction. And I was going to yell at you guys for not making it easier to get South Town's <laughs> people there, but it's not your fault. It's construction's fault. But we were in the building, and the building was beautiful at 4,200 feet. Excuse me. Wow, 42,000 okay. 42, square 42, feet. That'd be, feet. Yeah, that'd be quite wish. the brewery. <laughs> yep. It's a stadium. It's an arena. <laughs> so 4,200 feet. Um, and kind of like turnkey, like obviously you have to do stuff to it, but it's, it was a beautiful building. So talk to us about finding that building for the third time. (laughs) (laughs) So when we started us on this adventure, we were looking at like different areas that we would want to be in. And we always consider the town of Tonawanda because that's where we live. So obviously um, being close by would be helpful. But I had just been going on LoopNet a lot, like looking at like, you know, properties that were like up for lease. And I had reached out about one and when the guy got back to me he said a he didn't think it was a good fit for a brewery and that they were about to lease it out to someone else but he asked me if we had ever considered being in niagara falls and of course we did not at the time but we weren't going to say no to anything um we're very open to to any ideas so he took us out to a building in niagara falls on third street and it was a Really great opportunity, but it was a huge building. I believe it used to be called, was it the Ice House? Ice House. Yeah, it was like a big like nightclub, I guess, um, back in the day in Niagara Falls. And it was an awesome building. And we saw that a lot and talked to Matante. That's the development group that owns it. And we both decided it was too big of a project for a startup like us. It was more of a fit for maybe someone that was more established. So then he came back to us and said... You know, I have this building that's actually across from our offices. It was used for manufacturing before, but the outside's beautiful. And I think like the inside could work for a brewery. So when we went to go see it, it was very convenient because it's only a 10 minute drive from our house. And once we saw the space, we agreed that it was perfect and pretty much turnkey. It doesn't need too much inside to really turn it into a great brewery space. Mm-hmm. So you showed us today... Well, an entranceway, a main room, wide open space. Yep. Uh, what will eventually be a cooler and a self serve yep. tap, and yep. I want to talk about that in a second. But let me let me try to paint the picture for people: uh, a sitting area, um, a small kitchen, a patio outside, and a fairly large area for the brewery. Yep. Um. So. Talk to us about the tap wall, because the cooler and the tap wall, you said self-serve tap wall, yep. Yep. which is becoming more and more popular. Yeah, and uh, we went to uh, Poor Tap Room downtown, yeah. and uh, the, from the, the moment we got in there and started actually like putting the card in and like pouring our own beers, we're like, this is really nice to not have to actually like wait for a bartender but like you know you like you're just putting a couple ounces at a time so you're just taking whatever tasters you want you're not holding up a bartender to get to other people like it was just so pleasure to sample way way more but just very consumer friendly yeah and we just really love that and so it was one of the first things we thought of when we started going down this path and we were like maybe we should go that route and yeah we definitely settled on it pretty quick nice (laughs) 
All we right. also think it'll allow us to, um, while people are getting like serving their own drinks, um, we don't have to worry about like, you know, people waiting in line, especially when a rush comes in, but it'll allow us to also like interact with our customers more. So we want to be able to like still go around, talk to people, get their feedback on, you know, what they're drinking, what they like offer suggestions to based on styles that they like or you know things that maybe they've never thought to try before so we thought too it would be a better experience for the customers to be so that we can interact with them more so following up on that what do you think of what about because people who go to breweries they're not all craft beer fans i mean we all you know we get that right but so what about you you kind of lose that element with the self-pour tap ball. you lose that element of a bartender suggesting to somebody what they should try say say a macro beer drinker comes in and they're looking for something similar to the macro beer they normally drink i mean but if you guys are out interacting i guess that kind of fills that that vacancy yep. right and uh <clears throat> we won't have bartenders but we will have beer ambassadors it's like a like an apple store yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you walk in and someone like stops you yeah. and hello and exactly yep. do you have an appointment yeah we want to focus on <laughs> the education piece and that interaction. So I think actually people really enjoy it and feel like more connected to us and the staff. Are you going to be able to see the brewery from the tap room? Only through the, only through the windows and the door. Okay. Um, Or if we keep the door open. Or if we keep the door open at some point, but it kind of limits the space uh, over in the one corner. So it probably won't be open often, but yeah, people will be able to look in. Plus, uh, the windows as you're actually walking into the building through the front door, um, you'll be able to see into the brewery. The fermenters will be right there in the window. And nice. And we'll definitely offer tours as well. Yeah, of Ooh, course. Okay. Yep. For how much? Free. Free tours. <laughs> All right. I feel like that's getting less and less of a thing. Free yeah, I, I feel like the like the, the, the renaissance of beer tours. They're all they're all paid tours. They're getting to be paid. Tours. Yeah. Yep. I feel like at the big places, but I feel like at a small place. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. At the big places, I kind of understand, but. Yeah. I feel like if if you're paying for a tour, you should get some kind of knowledge about the brewing process. Like, you should get more than just like, hey, here's our brewery. Check it out. Look at all the shiny stainless steel. Put these hops in your hand and smell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rub them in your hands and smell yeah, them or yeah. something like that. But then your hands are sticky. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I've been on a lot of brewery tours. Oh, yeah. I've been on a lot of brewery tours. So let's talk about the funding portion. Because you said as a startup, you, you are, well, do you have investors? Uh, no, it's just the two of us. I was going to say that we should name. Should we talk about the other people? Um, the would, other people are in this room with us right be, now. Yeah, the people. <laughs> but you, you have an Indiegogo campaign going. Mm-hmm. Do you know the URL offhand? No. We're going to, okay, here's no. what we're going to do. If you're listening to this, it, we're going to put it in the show notes, but it's it's also in our Buffalo Beer Buzz a couple of times. I was just going to say, Scott, I wanted to stop you right there because I've written an article about their Indiegogo campaign. There you go. And it, you can find that at buffalobeerleague.com. At buffalo.beer? Yeah, or buffalo.beer, yes. Buffalo.beer. It has, it has the link to the Indiegogo campaign, all of the rewards, everything you get. All that can be found there. And it's plastered at the all over our social media as well. Yes. So <laughs> very easy to find. But also, how do you get dot beer? Talk to Scott. You that, that's his beer. baby. That's and, crazy. I love yep. that. And people listening, it's for sale <laughs> for the right price. Wow. I mean, I love holding on to it. But wow. Man, if you got the right price, man, make me an offer. I also have WNY.beer. When I saw Buffalo.beer was somebody else for a long time, and then it, it came open, and I'm like, oh, that's mine now. Don't we nope. also have BuffaloBeerBuzz.com? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dude, I've got a lot of URLs. <laughs> got all of them. <laughs> Didn't I have your URL URL for a little bit, or was that somebody else? I bought yours. 
The York Brain on Hops? Yes. I'm not sure. Here's what happens. We haven't had that for a long time. Though. Is when I talk to people, I wonder if I still own it. When I talk to people and Truly I'm like well. on somebody else's podcast. <laughs> and if, they, if they're talking on their podcast and they say something like, you can find us at blogspot. And then they list a long thing. I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, you should own that. Right. And then I buy it. So that, <laughs> so that no one else you. can. Right. And I always give. You're a preservationalist. I'm a preservationalist. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's what I did for you guys. I know you did. I said, how do you not own this already? Like I bought, I bought the website and I'm like, here, it's, it's yours. When you're ready for it, and then I just took over their website. When we started the when we started the Buffalo Beer League, it was 2010. There weren't many breweries. We were just a bunch of idiots that got together and drank a bunch of beer. I wasn't thinking about being on social media or having a website. Sorry, that was us. That was a side tangent and a half. So I just had the IPA, but these are these are first batches. These are not 100 percent what's going to be at the correct at the brewery when it opens. Yep, but work in progress. Yep. First of all, I have had Alex Buckley beers before, and I I spoke on the way here very highly of Alex Buckley beers. Thank you. The pina colada beer, that one, the dude hates hates cancer. Dude hates cancer one year, right? That was a collaboration with uh, my friend Devin and Brandon, too. All right. Devin's actually a assistant brewer at uh, Big Ditch. Oh, all right. Yeah. So was that a sour? Uh, No, it was actually a Belgian wit. Belgian wit. Yep. With way too much coconut. I did not have have that one. I mean, to be fair, I love coconut. Yeah. And it was just so much coconut in that. It was expensive. I never had it at Resurgence. <laughs> I had it from you, personally. Yeah. But yeah, that, that had to be, what, six or seven years ago now, so... Eight? Eight years? Could be good eight years ago now. now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Since then, I've actually done a American wheat-style like version of it, and also a Belgian Golden Strong Ale version. Nice. Yeah. First of all, I love me some Belgian Golden Strong Ales. And that's that's for sure. We were just talking before I unpressed that did a trip to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. That was five years ago today. Because um, my Facebook is showing me all the things where I was in mm-hmm. Brussels nice. today, five years ago. Like, oh, man. To be in Brussels again. Yeah, we, we're not there right now. That was our 10-year anniversary, me and my wife. Oh, awesome. Six years ago. We could be there. Can we go? Yes. Yeah, let's go. Let's all go to Belgium. <laughs> right now. For my 10-year right? wedding anniversary, we went to Disney. Ooh, Disney's that's fun, fun too. too. My we wife went, is obsessed. We went last year. We know some people that are obsessed too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> people are obsessed. <laughs> we go we go my wife my wife's not happy unless we go to Disney two to three times a year, which is also why we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have four different beers? No, I think no. we're Alex yeah, and I are drinking the same thing. The same. Okay. Yep. I am drinking. I can get a fourth beer. I'm drinking the Beam, the American, American Beam, American Beam, Beam. Yep. Ale. Mm-hmm. So it's really just the uh, Ale version yeah. of a uh, American adjunct lager. And yeah, as we were saying earlier, I mean it's super clear. Could be clearer. If I had Rolf that, Lock that, that day. Was an inside joke. I'm not, I'm <laughs> the, uh, that wasn't a straight up criticism. Yeah. <laughs> it is super clear. Like I can see Alex through it. Um, yeah, it's sweet because you said the adjunct is corn, Yep, but it's not, it's not too sweet. The way I described it earlier when I first tried it is I would drink 16 ounces of this in about 30 seconds. (laughs) They would be the first thing I would have that night and be like, all right, I'm ready to drink now after having a full pint of this. I'm hoping to drink that a lot tailgating this year. Oh, it's yep. Perfect. (laughs) 
So you had said, uh, the, obviously, these won't be the exact beers we have on at the brewery, or you have on at the brewery, but they've got to be some vision oh, yes. of what you plan on, right? Yeah, right. The, uh, the hazy IPA that you're drinking right now, uh, it will be like kind of our flagship hazy. Um, the American Bean will be kind of a summer seasonal um, going into the Bills season. Okay. Uh, we're huge Bills fans, so we kind of plan our year around the Bills. Um, <laughs> And I plan beers around the bills too. Is everybody I have around one. here, right? I have a lager in the in my fermentation chamber right now that's for the for the season and we're gonna have it ready for the first game against the Jets. Nice. Where do you watch? Uh actually that game we will be watching it right in the backyard on our hundred inch uh projector screen. What time? Uh, I'll send you a Facebook I will, sh- I will show up. I might not show up. But only because I'll be doing the same thing in my house. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Right? And then home games, we go to them. We both have season tickets. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. But funny, we don't actually sit together. It's very true. Is that? No. Hold on. Yeah. What? So you had seasons before yes. you guys got together. And yeah, I've yeah. had them longer. Wow. <laughs> Who's seats she was better? quick to inject yes. that. <laughs> Mic drop. Whose seats are better? Mine. I disagree, but <laughs> actually, I've never sa- I've never seen your seats. Yeah, and I've never sat in your seats. So yeah, I... but he's in the three hundred, and I just don't like being up that high. I'm in the rock my, pile. Yeah, my wife won't go up that high either for Bills games. Yeah, but you know what? When you sit low enough in the three hundreds, mm-hmm. it's like you're watching it on TV. Oh but yeah, you can see everything, and you're in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I think this it's is the best what experience. something in the three hundreds would say. Well, wait, 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 is... wait a second. I had season <laughs> tickets when I had season tickets. Unfortunately, they were doing the Dick Duran years. Uh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> three straight seven and nine seasons. And but uh, we were in section three thirty seven, row thirty two and thirty three, and I loved them. Yeah, I was very big fans of those thirty seven. That's uh, that's into the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like right. That sits like right on the corner there. Yeah, uh, we're thirty five yard line. Oh, nice. Um, and row eleven. So no, like, I'm, I yeah. feel like we're. I'm just like watching it on TV. But my issue with it is he is on the shady side. So in the uh, winter, yeah. it's very cold on oh. that side. So that's my high, other. So that's a good you. point. That is a good point. <laughs> so I'm in the rock pile. I'm in the corner, though, so I still feel like I have a good view. Yeah. I'm sure his view is a little bit better, but the I like where The atmosphere I'm at. is not better. The view might <laughs> be better. Yeah, but you know what? I don't have to turn around to watch it on the oh, screen. man. I can watch the whole game right so there. I, like, I, I feel like I just this, sometimes want to see it a little. I feel like this might be an open wound. I'm sorry. <laughs> my yeah, my friend has season tickets, and they're they're in the hundred level, but they're in the corner, like in the end zone in the end zone corner. Yeah, and I've sat in his seats before, and it's like you got to watch a lot of it on the screen if it's not happening on your side of the field. Yeah, but you know what? when it is happening on that side of the field, it is pretty awesome. That's true. I got to give you that one. Yeah. Well, All right, we are still on the beers because we're yes. bringing it back yeah, from this. Because are you drinking the Kentucky Common then? I am. Yes. Yeah, in Kentucky Common, we talked about not being a super popular beer style. But you're like, too bad people coming to my newly opened brewery. <laughs> you're going to have a Kentucky Common. Most probably have never heard of it, so right. I think they'll be willing to try it. Yeah, it kind of goes along with the education piece. You know, uh, we, we want to talk to our customers and actually... No, please go ahead. <laughs> I just, I imagine somebody walking in and be like, what do you got? And you're like, oh, it's a Kentucky Common. Tell me about that. Oh, and then after five minutes of a description, they go, cool, I'll have the IPA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But will. no, please, I'm sorry. That was, that was good. <laughs> um, I yeah. love, I actually, I really like Kentucky Commons. There's a lot of historical <laughs> styles out there that people don't really know a lot about. So, like, it's something that should be put in front of the consumer because 
there's so many other styles out there besides IPAs, besides sours, besides all these things that are just the the go-tos for beer drinkers that need to be put in front of the consumer so that they can make their choice of maybe they do love a nice, easy drinking, uh, slightly darker beer, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a Kentucky Common. Like it's you don't get that type of flavor in most beers. I brought some to a party recently, and everyone thought that was the name of the beer because they have never heard of okay. it. Okay. Yeah, that makes Which sense. Which I'd say I never heard of it either before, so yeah. I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the Kentucky Common is uh, Kindness Should Be Common. Nice. Oh, that's right. very sweet. And he came up with that one, So you're going to do a, a California yeah. Common, too? Uh, possibly. Okay. Well, you can call that one. I don't know yet. Okay. Right. I'm going to let that. I'm gonna let her do that one. <laughs> All right. Why did you add glitter to it? Why is it a glitter beer? There's no glitter. No, I'm sorry. I was just being silly because people can't see it. It's called condensation. I was like, there is? Nice. It does kind of look like That would be glitter. fun, though, wouldn't it, to have a glitter Kentucky Common? There's nothing wrong with glitter beer. I First of all, I absolutely love glitter beer. Me too. I'm, I'm, I, like, I've had like one or two, and like I have no issue. When Sato came out with it, People I was, really hate glitter beer. They I don't do? know why. I don't, I don't get it. I would I, love a glitter a Barbie beer. Gl- oh, a Barbie oh, yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. Barbie's big right now. Can we make it okay. pink? How do we seltzers? Make it pink? Are you doing seltzers? Uh, yes, for sure. All right. Yeah. That was that was the other trend that's that's coming yep. up. Glitter seltzer? You might be the first. I mean, you possibly. Could, you could be the first. Uh, you know what? Don't look up glitterseltzer.com, though. I was going to say, I hate... Because it's already gone. I, can, I, can, I hate to shoot you down right away, but Eli Fish brewed a glitter seltzer. Oh, did they? And it oh, was 13%. 13%? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I must try it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Adam, their head brewer, was telling me about it not too long ago. Huh. See, I love crazy stuff like that. Like that's the that's something that actually got me into the industry. The the when I first started homebrewing, the the brewery that really got me into it was actually Dogfish, and it was because they were doing interesting things like that. Like I mean, Midas Touch and mm-hmm. beers like that that really were just out there. You know, they like they weren't they weren't the things that you were seeing at every bar, all, all the IPAs and things like that. And like it was that unique thing that drove me to say, oh, they're like, what's the science behind beer that I need to understand in order to start really just kind of fucking around with stuff like that? Wait, I'm allowed to swear on this, right? Oops. Now you are. Yeah. <laughs> Scott might beep you. We're we're officially explicit at this point, apparently. <laughs> but I but but. Yes, you can swear. But we we've had Carl Cobb. We've had Carl from Pressure Drop, and yep. he he dropped the f bomb eighty times on one podcast. Oh, wow. So I guess I did go back and count. Not the not the record though. The, no, he does hold the record. He beat, does he? Did he beat he, Matt? Con? He beat Matt Con from okay. Big Ditch. Yeah, Matt Con right, and Jeff Ware from Resurgence because I I do Jeff have Ware. a dirty mouth and I will I will go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that has to add the beeps. If you're no, going to add the, if you're going to add the beeps. add the beeps, we'll just let this one be explicit. <laughs> or as Eric Coleman mentioned, it's about beer. So, I mean, if people over 21 years old exactly have a problem with it, I'll do the the this American Life thing. The, just a heads up: this podcast has has <laughs> uh, language in it. <laughs> For a beeped version, go to our website <laughs> buffalo so what? So a hazy IPA and a, uh, an American adjunct ale, Kentucky Common. What other launch beers are you envisioning? I know we're a little ways away, but uh, well, actually, the two of our flagships are kind of set. Uh, uh, more of an American style IPA, kind of a hybrid between a hazy and a and a, like a West Coast. Um, 
and a American brown ale. Uh, the American brown ale I've been brewing for quite some time, and uh, it pairs very well with barbecue, and uh, I love barbecue. <laughs> so if you own a barbecue company, they might be looking for somebody to, uh, <laughs> right, to work in the kitchen. Um, you talked about collaborating or how collaborative the beer community is around here. When, when you're putting these beers together, and you're going to have to start doing it on a much larger scale soon. Mm-hmm. Have you? Is there a mentor or somebody that you've been talking to? Like, uh, I've been in talks with some uh, with uh, Dylan over at Briar Brothers. Yeah, um, he's been really great. Um, went over there for a brew day with him. Um, that was that was really good. But uh, I worked at Forty Two North for a little bit um, in the brewery. In I the remember that. Um, so I kind of have that under my belt, but really just kind of just going for it. Were you there at the same time uh, Dan was there doing Dan Kaufman uh, doing what the the food outside the smoking? Oh yeah, he uh, he did a couple of events there. Yes, nice. uh, but no, that was actually after I had was I had already smoke? left. Smoke was that the name of uh, Snout Snout? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Snout Barbecue. Yeah. At first, I thought you like didn't know who he was talking about, <laughs> so I was laughing like, "Oh, your best friend Dan, <laughs> right?" <laughs> If he didn't know who he was talking about, he covered it up really well. <laughs> Until you blew me in. <laughs> nice. What did you What did you do at Forty Two North? Uh, so I started as a, a tap keeper there uh, behind the bar, um, and honestly, I love that. That's a job you want to do away with. You're, you're terrible. I mean, well, you're wow, terrible. Come on, Scott. You don't have to put him right on the spot, <laughs> right? Like yep. Sorry. I do. I do love being behind a bar, though. Yeah. And I think that's one of the aspects of the poor, like pour your own wall that I love is that I get to be the bartender and actually talk to the customer without also having to pour the beer and cash them out and then move on to the next person as quickly yeah, as a possible. Good call. Yeah. So I get the bartending experience without having to do the pouring. Yeah. No, that I, makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Right? Plus that person who's just like, I'll have the uh, the Coors Light. Yeah. Like, All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> what else probably, won't the have, corner. probably won't have Coors Light, but... <laughs> I don't you know think I mean. they're going to have Coors Light, Scott, no. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the American Beam is slightly like a Budweiser type of beer. So but, the but American Beam... Yeah, the American Beam you're saying right now is Rocky Mountain Cold? <laughs> I didn't drink it until the Warhorse logo on this glass turned blue. <laughs> Don't you love that place? Love Warhorse. I've never been. Yes. Wait, what? I've never been to Warhorse. You've War never been to really Warhorse. Cool never spot. been to Warhorse. Really cool. Yeah, really enjoy that. I really yeah. enjoy a lot of their beer. We order from them all the time. Mm-hmm. My wife and I try to go up there. Like she loves the whole vibe because she's a big mm-hmm. wine person. Yeah. So I love the brewery. She likes the cider there too. We order from them a bunch of times a year. No, I've never had their cider. I got two Warhorse kegs. Did I get them from you? I traded with somebody. I don't think so. No? Okay. Yeah. Why would you trade for them? Because that's what you do. Oh, okay. Right? I, I, had, I had fermenters, <laughs> and someone was like, oh, I'll take those fermenters. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. What do you got? And they're like, I got two empty Sankey kegs. You want them? I'm like, not if, <laughs> not if you didn't pay for them. And they're like, no, no, no. They're totally cool. They're, they're dead. <laughs> they got tossed by the brewery, and they let me have them. And yeah. So now I've got two Warhorse kegs in my house. I don't know what to do with them, but they're there. I mean, you could it's turn, them, you could turn them into, uh, like, cut the tops off. That was the thought, to turn them into a kegel at some yeah. point. But, nah, I'm just, I'm all electric in, in the basement now. 
No, well, electric is the way to go. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So uh, Jen had just asked a few minutes ago, what else did you do at 42 North? Uh, I primarily worked on the pilot system on the oh. weekends. Nice. Yeah. What okay. did they have? Yeah, do you remember what you... I, there's a good chance <laughs> we, I've had what you've brewed. We did a whole bunch of different variations of Borderland. Okay. Yeah. Love me some Borderland. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I still love Borderland. Remember how I was talking about how I drank too much on Sunday? It was Borderland. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever... Like, Borderland and Hayburn are one, are, and Sticky Trees are yeah. three beers we probably talk about the most on the podcast, to be honest. They're really good beers. Really good and kind of... Like, if you taste them, like, all side by side, they're pretty different, too. <gasps> We're doing this. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. Blind taste test. The next time you're on one oh, of your Hayburner walks, your fabled Hayburner walks. Blind, blind taste test, Hayburner borderline. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we you're can make this happen. Come, I love this You're going to have to come to my podcast studio, though. I'm in. Okay. 100%. You can go on a Hayburner walk. Uh-huh. Get us some Hayburner. Sticky trees. There is uh, anyone here not 100% sure they could get all three? At the same place? No, no, no. I'm saying literally we're blind taste test. Like, oh, yeah, that's Hayburner. That's Borderland. I mean, I know I, I know, I could definitely pick out Borderland. Actually, if, if I could pick I, out Borderland and yeah, trees, I, I know then Hayburner. I guarantee you, I, I, I think I could pick out all 100%, three. 100%, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're all pretty unique compared yeah, to are. each other. That they are. You, I think it'd be pretty easy. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. You're hearing it here first. I'm going to come up with a couple other beers, too. And we're gonna throw them in there. Ooh, local, they'll cards. all be local, wild all local. A couple it. of wild cards. Need like to throw you off. Yeah. Like no, that wasn't Hayburner. But what do you think it might actually be? Mm. I have a beer that we could use for that too. Unless do you want me? To, I can nice. name it. Don't, or else we don't, can say, okay. don't name it. I have. So, I have a beer I'm thinking of right away that's similar to Hayburner. No, just throw it in. Okay. And we'll put a sticker on it as soon as you get there, and we'll have we'll have a third party. Pour them all. Pour them all. I have yeah. my twelve year old do it. <laughs> He's pretty good at it. Pretty good. Pretty sure you have to be eighteen to serve. To serve at the house? I don't know. I have my wife do it. She's she's pretty good at it too. We did she that also, once, she's a beer but lover. it was with like Bud Light, Coors Light yeah. during COVID. A whole oh. bunch of light beers. Everybody has to do that at <laughs> yeah. least once, right? Yeah. What, a blind tasting. Yeah. No, oh, that's, that's During cool. COVID, you know, we were looking for things to do, yeah. and we were, you know, had to guess like what was what. Did you come up with a favorite? What was your yeah, favorite? Yeah. How do we do? So it's actually funny because I think your favorite was Bud Light, and that is like your go-to, and mine was Miller Light, which is my go-to. Now, go-to, we mean like you know when those are the options. When those oh, are yeah. the options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I'm drinking, I was just having this conversation with somebody. If I'm drinking macro, it's going to be Miller Light. I love Miller. Yeah. Does, does Cream Ale count? Jenny Cream Ale? Ooh. Mm. Isn't that technically craft? Is that craft? Because yeah. that's, that's my go I think go-to. that's by, by, yeah, by ramifications, that's still, that's still craft. Okay. Yeah. Well, then Miller High Life is my... I'll give you that one. Is my... Uh, love the High Life. It's not the champagne and beer, is it? Which is the champagne and beer? High Life. High Life. High Life? Yeah. <laughs> it's the champagne and beer. Or if you ask my dad, Budweiser Heavy, Bud Heavy is the champagne Bud and beers, heavy. which is okay. not... It's not, definitely right. not true. <laughs> I remember a time when I was younger, when I would be like, "Ick, I'm not drinking Bud Light, or I'm sorry, Blue Light. I'm drinking Molson Canadian. <laughs> I'm a Molson guy. Yeah, it's a p- p- pinkies up kind of beer. Pinky yeah. up. I'm drinking Molson. <laughs> All right, we should wrap this up. Let's wrap it up though. Talking about the Indiegogo campaign again, because I love that idea. Because again, this is not a. a um, promoted podcast or anything but let's let's send some love because this is not the first uh brewery in buffalo to have a crowdfunded portion right at right at the front thinking of buffalo uh brewing company i can think of a lot right off the top of my head right yeah go ahead sad boys 
Okay. So Spot an octopus. Yeah, right? Yeah. Briar Brothers. Briar Brothers. So talking about the Indiegogo campaign here. So do you guys know off the top of your head where, you at, where you're at in the campaign? Like how close you are? I'm going to look it up what right What was now. it, 15K? 15, yeah. I'm going to go to um, buffalobeerleague.com and look eight. it up right okay. now. Yeah, I think we're at 54%, yeah. a little over 8,000. How often yeah. do you check? A lot. Uh, like every hour. <laughs> <laughs> Today I haven't nice. as, as much. I was a little busy. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, busy dealing with us fools. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> no, no, you no. guys taking the time for this. I actually really miss being on podcasts. You're it's... welcome to be on our podcast anytime you want. <laughs> we you record multiple times a week. <laughs> Every week if you want to. That's right. Multiple times a week, everybody. Multiple podcasts per week now. Yeah, but we started this campaign to help us um, fun like furnishing for the tap room so that's why we had our goal of 15,000 um, obviously a lot more money than that is needed to start a brewery um, so but this is just to help us with the tap room I think that's so unique right because the way you put it was the funds you raise through the Indiegogo will go to furnishing the tap room right you're not even looking at like paying for hardware like not even like the, the brew house right like I just think that's such a unique idea yeah yeah Right. Yeah, and that's like the place people are going to be hanging out. So, you know, their contribution directly will go towards, you know, a, a space that hopefully they're going to enjoy and, you know, come with their family and friends. So we thought you, that was a good you idea. You are 55% there Ooh, with 55. 17 days left. Uh, you can get stickers. I'm, I'm talking about the... Um, the perks. The perks. Thank you. Uh, for a $10 investment... Uh, sticker for a twenty-five dollar investment. It says koozie and more. Did that you get the sticker that, too. I was going to say probably <laughs> means they get the sticker yep. too. Yeah. For a fifty-dollar investment, you get the pint glass and more. A hundred dollar, you get a founder T-shirt and more. Uh, two hundred and fifty, you get two soft opening tickets. Five hundred, name on a chair or table, and then a thousand brewmaster for a day. Sounds fun. Sounds like fun. And then five thousand lifetime poor club member and. More. So that means everything else. Yep. Everything below it. Everything else. And it is a very long URL. So we're going to post. <laughs> but Scott, link. I so love when you read URLs on the podcast. I'm going to. I do read URLs a lot. Get it. Um, so it's, we're going to put it on the podcast or in the podcast notes. You can also find it at buffalobeerleague.com. Uh, at Beerkind Brewing. Mm-hmm. dot com will probably take you right there, right? Or will it take you to what will it take you to? It'll take you to our uh, our actual web page right now. Okay, so it's indiegogo.com forward slash projects forward slash beer dash kind dash brewing. Oh, I already I just clicked it accidentally. I think that <laughs> no. was it though. Tell you what, go to buffalobeerleague.com forward slash beer kind. It'll take you directly to the Indiegogo. I don't know what my strength okay. fascination with having you read URLs on the podcast is. It's because I say is. forward slash, <laughs> isn't it? It's because I say forward slash Just, and backslash. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. Forward I don't know why. Slash. <laughs> you know why? Because they're always really long. So yeah, go to buffalobeerleague.com forward slash beer kind. It'll take it directly to the Indiegogo. Won't even take you to our website. It'll take it just to the Indiegogo. And uh, make a donation. Let's get this stuff going. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. Less than 20 days left. Right? And then the next... One that you'll open will be in the South Towns. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what they said. Ooh, she said yes. Heard, that was a guarantee, right? That was yes. a bind. That was a contract. Oh, you guys yep. are going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah this us. is a this is a blast. And and literally, you. thank you for having us yeah, in, 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 your in your house, house. and giving us beer and showing us the place. This is a lot of fun. <laughs>